Walking to tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you got to get a shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Welcome back to the Rec Center Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Samir, joined by my co-host, Janni. We're here with episode number 16, and we got a special guest. Janni, bring him in. We've got the Sheikh of Dubai coming in fresh. Ooh. Let's go, <laughs> Mr. Just. What's up? What's up, boys? Good, How man. You? Good. good, man. So good, man. How are you doing? Tell, tell all me. of our no worries, listeners man. a little bit about yourself before we get started. Yeah. We need all your biases, man. We're in the NBA today, just as a disclaimer. But we need all your biases. I heard your first one <laughs> uh, before this started, but we need to we need to disclose it for the public before we get into a debate. You know? Yeah, I mean, my bias is kind of shift every year, but uh, KD is like obviously my man crush, so to speak. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, good to see him back after long hiatus, right? So that's why I'm pretty hyped to see him back. And been watching basketball for about 21 years now, so. Uh, pretty big Just, head, the so real speak, question so. is how how much did you cheer when KD went down against the Raptors uh, good question <laughs> <laughs> I, probably a guilty of that probably like 80% I was happy <laughs> so <laughs> you know I was guiltily cheering him uh, on which is whatever we ended up getting the chips <laughs> yo shout out shout out to my boy Kesavan me and him we were in a keg watching game five, yeah. right? We were in the keg downtown. And literally, we ju- we jumped out of our seats. We were like cheering like we already won the championship. Like it was so funny. Bro, and then and then we had to dial it down because we looked like assholes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that 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 was uh that was an epic moment. Yeah, definitely. Um so yeah, like I mentioned, we're kind of we're back in the NBA finally. You know, we got to get our weekly NBA show in. Uh, not a week goes by where there isn't a lot to talk about in the NBA. And uh, this week seemed like snub city for the All Star game. So I don't know if somebody wants to go and break it down. I can kind of break it down if nobody else wants to. But there was a lot of All Stars chosen. None were Raptors, which doesn't really surprises surprise. me a lot. It does surprise you. It does, yeah, it who, does. Who would you have in there? Freddie. As a, okay. I mean, easily, yeah. Okay. I would have had I would have had Freddie as at least a reserve. Like, you know, he's, I don't know, he's arguably one of the top four guards in the in the East. I would say. Okay. Okay. So rank him. Who 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 do you got in front of him? So at guard, I have. Um. Obvious, uh, Kyrie. Oh God. Kemba. Kyrie's a better yeah, player than yeah, yeah. he's a better guard. Yeah. See, now it gets kind of weird because, like, I don't want to put Harden in the same category as a Fred Van Vliet, but you have to because of position, yep. right? So Harden, and then I guess Ben Simmons is ahead of him yep. too. But like, 
I don't know, man. It's just so weird. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a bias yeah, I think that's thing. A bias, maybe it's a man. Toronto There's a thing, lot of like, good guards in the East, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Okay, I take that back, actually. I don't think he's that much of a snub anymore. I was just... I think I was more surprised because he got a lot of starting votes. Like, he got a lot of fan votes, right? Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. And he's been on a tear this season. So, I thought maybe he'd get that selection, yeah, but... I think that's just uh, um, all of Canada coming together and, like, vote for this guy kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 The other thing is like a lot of the American American bias, right? Like if you look at uh, Brown and Tatum getting sele- mm-hmm. uh, selected, I mean Boston's kind of been a hot mess this year, right? Like although Brown and Tatum are you know pretty much you know superstar level players, but you know the rest of the people that you looked at, uh, Rando, he's having a phenomenal year. Zach Levine has been yeah. killing it. Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons, and uh, James Harden kind of you know first half of the uh, first half of the first half he was in the western conference and all of a sudden he plays 20 some games and he's an all-star in the east so that kind of he's james harden at the end of the day so it makes sense that he made it but you know i do agree that fred is you know putting up numbers even though he didn't put up like 20 points a game every day but like today for example he he had four blocks so like you know like he like he's on my fantasy team so i'm kind of biased there too but like he puts up he puts up numbers in all these other categories that you know he, he only had 10 12 points today but he had four four blocks and three steals yeah right? so he's he's kind of a complete package and one of the toughest players in yeah the man he's definitely far. he's like, so underrated he's he's gonna he's jump so underrated defensively in, right like those steals right like he yeah. he ripped the ball off of Giannis a couple of times yeah. this week you know what i mean like that's not easy yeah. to do, right? Especially for a guy his of his stature. Like he's not a massive guy, but he just gets yeah. in there and just rips the ball out. Yeah, and you're right, man. He is very underrated. Yeah, he was about to do that to Embiid yeah. today too. <laughs> Embiid was like, "Give yeah. me the ball, right?" So he's a tough as nails guy. But man, like Jalen Brown, yeah, to be honest, like he's been he's been having a solid season, right? He's he's been putting up like, like averaging close yeah. to. 26 points a game man so like it, it kind of when you look at it it's like yo okay jalen brown okay sure but like when you actually look deeper into the numbers like he's actually been playing really well mm-hmm. yeah i think i think the one guy that i would have taken out and probably put fred in um if there was one guy on this roster it'd be zach levine really i think um yeah i think i think i don't really like zach levine's game to be honest but does he deserve like all-star like that's different right i know you don't like him (laughs) i don't i don't think i don't think he's an all like i don't think if if you were if you were giving me the choice between zach levine and fred van vliet at this point Mm -hmm. i'd probably take fred really yeah like i know i know zach levine's a little bit taller and he has more length and you know but he's just playing on he's playing on a depleted Bulls team that has nobody, you yeah. know what I mean? That's why he's putting up these insane numbers. Like you put him on a good team and he's not really that good in my opinion. So, I mean, there's that. But like Bradley Beal is on a like, crap team, but and he got he he's starting in the East, right? No, no, but Bradley Beal's a killer. Bradley Beal's an yeah, absolute yeah. killer. That was that's fan voting, right? But even like regardless, like Bradley Beal is an absolute killer. Like like Bradley, like if you if you made me to pick between Bradley Beal and Fred Van Vliet, yeah, like no, Fred Van Vliet is getting kicked to the yeah, curb. You know what I mean? No, like there's, yeah. there's no like looking at this list. It just seems like it's gonna be really hard to make an All Star game, 
with with the conferences being the way they are now with so much star power being everywhere mm-hmm. like i mean really like you have to make a case for fred to get an above like zach levine and you know fred isn't even considered the best player on his own team sometimes yeah, you know he's not. so so it's hard it's hard to really make a case for him if you're being honest but you know i guess the bias in me wants him to be in there and um it's the first time and i think it's the first time since like 2014 that we don't have all-star representation yeah. so um yeah that's that's a big that's a big step in the wrong direction for us uh but i think yeah it's, uh, it's part of that has to do with the way we kind of started off the year kind of really sure. horrible year. Sure. Like, it was like two and eight to start and we're we're back at 500 now but yeah. like like Zach Levine, you look at him for example. Like he's a player that's really evolved his game from like the dunk off days with Aaron Gordon, right? He was strictly a dunker when he started mm-hmm. off, and now if you look at him, he's kind of really a good three point shooter as he's well. A he's like player. last yeah. year, I think he was in the three point contest, right? So he's kind of evolved his game, and he can you can count on him to get thirty. 25 to 30 yeah. points but like again him and fred is kind of a toss-up to me as well like i think fred has more impact on the team than zach does on his team yeah you know like like uh, the different things that fred is able to do so i think that aspect of it was missing but for me the whole all-star game is kind of uh, a you know weird situation <laughs> like lebron said right like you're not supposed to have the game and you all of a sudden throw it on us right so even these all-stars like <laughs> you look at the game like i don't think how many of these guys are going to really care right like personally like lebron's one of them who's already checked out before the games even started yeah <laughs> and he's kind of like the he's kind of the captain of the western conference right so we'll see how it goes but adam silver kind of threw this on them last minute was uh interesting uh marketing I play, com- I a couple things there man yo zach levine is actually having a really really good season man um and yeah i love statistics i love i yeah. love fred van vliet as well right but like again this is the toronto bias right like we want our guy to be in there and we see the we see yeah, the impact definitely a piece yeah of we see the impact he makes on this team right and um so 100% like van vliet in terms of being uh being a being important for the raptors is huge but man Zach Levine has a better uh three point percentage than Steph Curry right and like that's saying something so he's he's no longer you're right just like you were saying he started out as like this guy who was just a high flyer just dunking kind of a thing and now he's evolved his game where he has a more complete game and he's actually he's shooting over 50 percent too man so yeah i agree he's getting a lot of opportunity in chicago as well but at the same time man he's making the most of it he's putting up crazy numbers and like the Bulls are what they are, they're not like super great. Um, he, Levine doesn't have much around him either. They're a pretty young team yeah. um, to begin with as well. So it's gonna be like I, I'm hoping I'm hoping for the best for this guy, man, because he's actually a guy who like really cares about his game, and you know he's not he's not like he, when LeBron came out and said, "Hey, man, I don't really care about." the all-star game and stuff like of course you don't care it's like your 20th all-star game right like of course you don't care you'd rather have the rest right yeah, you, you want to win chips but at the yeah. same time a guy like yeah. levine this is his first first goal at an all-star game like he's gonna be pumped right? it's a huge deal yeah 
Yeah, I think the only th- mm. I think the only reason it really matters nowadays to these players is really the financial part of it that comes along with it, right? Like you normally y- you get to say that you're an all-star and that ends up increasing your pay grade whenever it comes yeah. around to free agency, yeah, yeah. right? So and on and like that's the same thing with the the first team all defense, yeah. all offense, all NBA, yeah. right? Like those things on your resume those yeah. things are like for your resume and they're like i they're also the difference between getting like a super max and a regular yeah, max, like clay right? thompson so, he got snubbed for a super max yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah so um yeah i don't know it again like the actual game itself like you watch it for the for the jokes really right like you don't really watch it for the competition yeah, anymore definitely. right like there is no competition it's a spectacle so i mean it's not fun in that regard but i don't know it's uh it's interesting like i'm happy for julius randall he's been having yeah, a monster season yeah. and like he deserves to be there for sure like he was one of the guys that just came out and just took over this season mm-hmm. right for his team and the Knicks yeah and the Knicks are in the playoff contention right yeah now. exactly like which seed. which is so, yeah. yeah they're doing they're doing good things this year Chris Paul Chris Paul um I don't know if he deserves it to be honest um I don't know like Jamal Murray Chris Paul Murray's been kind of inconsistent. Like, he's also had a little injuries. I mean, he's maybe because of COVID or whatnot, but he hasn't been the most uh, like, durable so far. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Chris Paul's Chris Paul's had a very meander season. Like, he's been doing, been doing Chris Paul things for God knows how long, right? So, yeah. like, it's not anything different he did this year. Uh, but, I mean, if you look at the Western Conference itself, like, AD's not going to play. So, we already know that's going to be a sub out yeah. for another another five is going to be in there right so it's kind of like you know it's, uh, paul george i mean yeah he's kind of made a comeback after you know busting in the playoffs but the western conference is so stacked that you know which player are you going to place for who right like you could kind of make a claim for uh who's the other guy in, uh, on the pelicans uh ingram mm-hmm. ingram's had an awesome year right yeah. like and zion like zion like i don't see that uh, you know that shockness in him uh, recently is kind of he's still Zion but that explosiveness in him kind of uh, I mean personally I've seen it kind of taper yeah. down a little bit uh, but yeah uh, Utah having Utah having two players makes sense they're number one in the league but you know the West is kind of muffled that's here. the thing man with yeah, Chris Paul I mean it's I feel like that's just a that's just a it's a courtesy yeah that's thing. a veteran vote right like, yeah it's a courtesy thing, but they should have done what they did with Dirk and like make him like an honorary one, you know, like yeah, Devin Dirk and Wade, yeah, yeah, Devin Booker deserves it more than that's one hundred percent true, yeah, and mm-hmm. that's the guy on his team, yeah. you know, like if you're gonna pick one son to to represent at the yeah. All Star game, I would pick Devin 100%, Booker, you know, hundred percent. Whatever it is, what it is, man. And another thing about Devin Booker still yeah, young. Another thing about the whole like LeBron saying uh, he doesn't want to go to the All Star game and whatnot. Yo, man, these guys get paid, like, a crazy amount of money, right? And part of that is the TV deal. Like, you're you're paid to put on a show, right? And so if you're gonna... If you're gonna bargain for these um, uh, contracts to get paid, like, 30, 40 million dollars a year, right? And this is a part of your contract. Like, I... I understand what LeBron's saying. Like, he doesn't want to have to play a game with COVID going on and all that. But at the same time, 
I feel like don't complain about that, right? Because that's a that's a part of part of your deal. The reason you're getting paid so much is because of um, the TV deals that uh, people have, and this this uh, All Star game is going to be strictly that. It's going to be strictly for TV, and so it's kind of like yeah, man. But it's kind of like when when you were first bargaining for for to have all these rights, you didn't seem to have a problem, but now you have a problem with this. You know what I mean? This is a rare. I mean, I think his, it, yeah. yeah, this is a rare. His fighting. biggest issue is like yeah, man. It's yeah. just. His biggest issue, I think, was just coming down. Yeah, like, I agree. Like, like, just the fact that they... Yeah, I understand what LeBron's trying to say, and I completely get it. But at the same time, man, like, this was a part of of the package, right? Like, you signed the contract, and that's what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a LeBron stan denouncing something that LeBron did. It's not just LeBron, man. This might be history, Kawhi man. came out and said this the same thing, right? Like, a bunch of these guys <laughs> yeah. came out and said it, right? No, no, no. But I don't know, man. The, okay, the question to be asked there is you get that much money because you have a value not only to the game, but to the fans, yep. right? Like, your value is only as far as the fans will take you, right? So, if the fans consider you the best player in the league or you're the most followed le- player in the league or whatever, right? most jersey sales, all that type yep. of stuff, then, you know, you end up getting these massive contracts, yep. right? Like, everybody everybody on this starting starting roster here, I'll, I'll name them quickly. Luka Doncic, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, he might be the one exception, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel. These guys are all people that have huge fan bases. Yep, yep. You know? And they're loved for what they do. So... I mean, at the end of the day, what you have to ask yourself is when they're complaining about the All-Star game, I think it's really because the fans don't care whether they play an All-Star game or not. You know, like, do you do you turn on your TV All-Star Sunday night and say, yo, we're, gonna about, we're about to see the All-Star game? Or do you tune in for Saturday night when all the skills competitions are going on and, you know, everybody's having fun yeah. with basketball? Like, I can guarantee you that the skill competition, like the, the dunk-off, uh, the three-point three shooting point. contest, the the skills challenge, like all that stuff gets way more viewership than the oh, game, yeah. right? The game probably only gets viewership in the last quarter of it, right? But man, like there's yeah. like, so, like the last, I mean, the last All-Star game was amazing, right? Like it yeah, was, it was, but they, it was, they, they at a, of, they, it was at a very incentivized time, it, right? right? Yeah. They incentivize it like you have a you have a charity or whatever yeah. you're playing for yeah and it's kind of everybody's pushing themselves to get to that certain point but so it made it it, ma- it made it that much more intense but even coming back to lebron like he kind of i don't know sarcastically or whatever mentioned that hey you know what i don't really care about playing it but if i do get voted in i'm like you're lebron like he's trying to be yeah. humble about it but i'm like dude you're lebron <laughs> if i get he's voted like, if i get voted in. in i'll play and i'm like yeah, like he was kind of caveating it that way. I'm like, dude, you're LeBron. You're gonna get the most votes yeah. out of anybody. <laughs> you know, it's part of your contract. It's actually part of your contract that if you are assigned to these games, yeah. you have to play them. Like the bargaining agreement, kind of the the NBPA kind mm-hmm. of said that players are not supposed to like just like in the bubble last year. If you kind of opted out of the bubble, you yeah. lost money, right? Like you you don't you don't get a paycheck. So if you opt out of this game, say it might not mean much to LeBron, but it's part of your contract. And how's that gonna look to your fans? Yeah. You know, all these millions and millions of people that voted for you, right? You play the game mm-hmm. for them, right? You that's, some, that's one of the main reasons you play the game is for the fans and kind of to slap them in the face and say, hey, you know what? I don't really care about the game. 
but I'll take your votes. Yeah. I mean, it's like, hey, you know what? Like, w- w- what does that really tell them, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I think, I think I just see it as the fans don't really care. Like, the fans vote him in because there is a voting mechanism. If there was no voting, they wouldn't care to, they wouldn't be lobbying to vote for their favorite player. You know what I mean? Like, the it's, it's, I don't know. It's just... The All-Star game to me is so overdone now. Like, it's not even fun to watch. Like, I'm not going to watch it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I might tune in again, like I said, for the fourth quarter if the game's close. But I'm probably not going to watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Oh, I, I enjoy so, watching I it, man. Uh, I, there's some the there's some fun things that happen every once in a while. So, like, you know, it's nice to see that. Like, uh, one of the memories that I have from All-Star weekend is, like, when Kobe went up against... LeBron and LeBron slapping the floor like bring it finally we get to go on one on one kind of a thing right so that was like like those kinds of things like cool little storylines that you know but those are the old those are the old all-star games no man, man but like they, they're not like that now but even but, but, but even last year like when Lowry took that yeah, charge at the end of the game exactly hyped. like those little moments yeah yeah for like... sure the fourth quarter is fun to watch the fourth quarter is fun yeah. to watch because they finally play defense <laughs> yeah right but the first three quarters are just like, you know, everybody's getting a free run at the rim, open threes, you know, there isn't any defense being played. It's just, it's like, it's literally a waste. Like, just make it a one-quarter game, right? And just, and just like, play your hearts out and try to win the game, yeah. you know? That's what everybody does. And that's what they so did in the last time, So make it one-quarter right? and make it fun. They did it, they did it for, like, as a, as a thing for Kobe. Like, they made it a, 20, uh, a game to 24 or something. Yeah, 20. Yeah, you had to, yeah. you had to, I think it was, uh, I think it was, oh, I can't even, oh no, it was like whatever the score is at the end of the third quarter, it's you add 24 yeah. to win yeah. the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so you had to get up to 24 points after whatever yeah. your third quarter total yeah. score the was. The first to 24 in the fourth Again, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know, I'm just not. I don't know. I'm just not excited about. I just want to see KD game, go up against LeBron. Going, going. <laughs> yeah, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna be fruitful, man. Like, it's not the same. You know, it's like these guys just joke around for most of it, yeah. and you know, it's not gonna mean anything in the grand scheme of things. I want to see those guys go up against each other in the finals. Yeah. You know, that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, that that would be really fun to yeah. watch, but. Um, yeah, hopefully you get to see that Brooklyn LA final. Yo, just another. Yeah, I'd rather. I mean, just as a LeBron hater, <laughs> I'd rather just not see it at all. <laughs> like, I'd rather just see. I'd rather see them lose to the Clippers in the conference finals. Like, that's what I'd rather see happen. But um, yeah, as like, I don't know. It would be fun to watch that though. Like that would be a rematch of the Oklahoma days too, mm-hmm. right? And now it's like, mm-hmm. it was like it was like the the killer of the league versus the young the young rookie kind of coming up trying to take his own make his own uh kind of way mm-hmm. right and now it'd be like the old vet versus arguably the best player in the league right now mm-hmm. in Kevin Durant so that would be a great storyline yeah. but i don't know well i don't think we're seeing that this year to be but honest yo, what do you guys think about Luka Doncic getting the nod over Damian Lillard i love it I, you love it i I love it. <laughs> I, I hate it. <laughs> Go ahead, just I, I, talk I just about don't it. get it. I, I just don't get it. I'm 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 looking at what what uh, Dame is doing without CJ. What he's doing without Nurk, like what he's doing without like a roster that's 
strictly average like Melo's on his last legs like they got Enos Cannon playing out of his mind like you <laughs> this guy's putting up double doubles like he's never done in his life so like the amount of things that he does and how easy he makes it look the amount of clutch points that he has at the end of the, the game like he's leading the league by far in the, in the amount of clutch points I think like 60 point something clutch points or whatever I might be way off but uh, the, the impact that he does man like Luca himself like he said it in a bunch of interviews like you know what? I'm not. I'm not really doing that yeah. good. Like he kind of admitted it. There's Stephen A. the other day too. Like you know, the Mavs are struggling. Uh, KP isn't you know fully healthy again this year. But uh, I can't deny Luca's talent. But just in terms of this year, I would give Dame the the nod definitely. Just in terms of you know leading the league, like probably top five in scoring and just coming yep. out every night. You know, just playing his heart out every night. Like he doesn't. You know, he doesn't take any nights off. Like, even LeBron, like, com- comparing him to LeBron in this 18th year, but, like, Dame doesn't take any time off. He comes up, he shows up when it matters, closes it out, and then walks away, like, waves in your face and, <laughs> and leaves the court type of thing, right? So he's definitely, even not just, you know, not starting for the All-Star game, he's top five MVP candidate, in my opinion, This in the first half of the year by far. So I was shocked, but, you know, it's not surprising seeing Luka getting the start because... He's got a huge fan base, you know, much bigger than Dame, yeah. so kind of boiled down to yeah. that. I love Dame, but um, strictly speaking on talent, Dame's doing this in the prime of his career, and Luca's twenty-one years old. Right? Oh, yeah, you can't. So, yeah. so if you really think about it, a twenty-one-year-old Luca, like just just right now, just just off the numbers, um, he's averaging twenty-eight points. And nine nine and a half nine and a half assists, and Dame's averaging twenty nine points and eight assists. So he gives up he gives up one whole one one point and loses an assist, right? Or sorry, he loses two assists two assists, and then um, uh, he also Luca also has eight boards to. Dame's four. So you're talking about 29, four, and seven versus 28, eight, and nine. You know, just offensively, by the stats, Luca's had a better season. And then you compare, then you talk about the fact that this dude's 21 years old. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's a top five player in points and assists. He was like the youngest guy to ever get uh, a triple double, mm-hmm. right? Like that was I think we talked about that a couple podcasts mm-hmm. ago. But, you know, he's he's just a killer, man. Like there's no two ways about it. You can't you can't say a bad thing about Luka Luka Doncic in my opinion, right? Like we were just talking before this game. You know, he just came back and and ended the Celtics yep. right before this, two right? Reason the last like it's, 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two threes in the last fifteen seconds to go and put away the team. That's something Dame would do. Yeah, right. Dame would go and go and hit those shots, and he yeah. has, right. But I mean, he's twenty one years old, and he's doing what Dame's doing at what? What is 30. Dame like? Dame's like twenty six now, twenty nine, something like that. He's thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then case closed. You're nine years younger than the guy, but you're putting up the same, arguably better numbers than him overall, mm-hmm. right? The only I think I think Luca's super deserving, man. I think he's super deserving. The only thing, or, yeah, he's definitely yeah, deserving. The only thing I would give Damian Lillard is the position his team is in, and 
considering what he's had to deal with in terms of injuries around him. So, like, Damian Lillard's had to had to endure a lot more um, to get his team into the position that they're in right now. So that's the only thing I would say against Doncic, but you're right, man. Like, Doncic is playing slightly better than Dame right now, and he's a lot younger, I agree. But at the same time, Dame doesn't have CJ McCollum. He doesn't have Nurkic. He's uh, two, the two... The second or and third best players on the Blazers are not available. And he's got the Blazers in the middle of the Western Conference playoff. Um, and so that's the only thing I would say against Luka. Um, but other than that, yeah, man. Like, I, I think either way, Luka or Lillard, you can't go wrong. Uh, yeah, but you can't like, go wrong. yeah, you can't. But slight edge to Luka, maybe. Yeah, go on. Maybe. I don't know, man. I think, like, the Mavericks roster is way worse than the Dallas... the Sorry, the, the Trailblazers. Like, KP just came back from injury. And, like, like just said, he hasn't been playing like KP, yeah. right? So, like, KP mm-hmm. is, like, a shell of himself right now. And then I don't even know who's, who's the next best player on that team. Tim Hardaway Jr.? Yep. You know, you're talking about Tim Hardaway Jr. versus Carmelo Anthony. You know, of the players yeah. that are playing, right? So, so Maxi, yeah, Maxi's been out pretty much. Maxi Kleber's been out pretty yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. All year like, too. Maxi Kleber's not yeah. even a, like a discussion point at this point, right? Like, yeah. if you really think about it, I think Luca, I think if you switch the two, you know, they end up in the same position as they are right now because, like, really, Luca would have a much better team around him, I right? And know. Dame would have a much worse team around him, right? Know. So, I don't even think the position cuz like talking about talking about the position that his team is in like I think we talked about this a little last yeah. time. I don't really like getting into that discussion cuz when it comes to all-stars and stuff, these are in, independent or uh, sorry, they're individual accolades, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So it shouldn't matter how your team is doing. That's why I think Bradley Beal should be an all-star. Yeah. But Bradley right? even though the Wizards are mind, like I think they're dead last right mm-hmm. now, right? Or no, they're thirteenth now because yeah. of the Pistons' ten-game losing streak. <laughs> That's what it takes. Um, sorry, not the Pistons. A ten-game losing streak. <laughs> the Cavs <laughs> to get to thirteen, they needed the oh. Cavs to lose ten games in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, That's messed up. The bottom up, of the East is so horrible, man. <laughs> the bottom of the East, like, oh my god, yeah. man, it's so bad. Cavs and Pistons. It's so bad. The funny thing is, the Timberwolves are worse. No, you know what the funny thing is? <laughs> I said the Cavs might make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And that's the funny thing. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up on the podcast. No, man. That... I like to wait until things are said and done. But yeah, I was telling you, man, like everybody was overreacting. I told you Colin Sexton had the greatest game of his career against KD and Kyrie. Like it wasn't going to happen again. You know what I mean? So... 45 points, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a it was a Terrence Ross moment, man. It was a Terrence Ross Pretty moment. Much. Hey, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the NBA All-Star discussion. Uh, this podcast actually ran a little bit long, so it was a total of an hour and a half with the three of us. And so we actually split it into two. And the second half of the podcast is along the lines of the GOAT discussion in the NBA and a lot, little bit of legacy in there as well. So 
thank you for tuning into part one. Uh, part two should be dropping in a couple of days. Thanks for tuning in.